Hello and welcome to the Heavy Hitter Podcast with your hosts Josh Johnson and Steve Loper. This podcast was recorded using YouTube. Hey you guys, welcome to another awesome episode of the Heavy Hitter Podcast. I'm here with Josh Johnson in Minnesota again. Say what's up, Josh. What up, heavy hitters? There he goes. What up, I'm Steve Loper. I'm in North Carolina. Today we have three important topics to talk about. Important is a is it important to you? I don't know. It's important to me. And that's why me and Josh picked these topics out. Uh, Twitter Monday motivation, uh, 2018 graduates, and the importance of passion. Josh, how the heck have you been? We're going to cover these topics. Let's 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 summarize the weekend for me real quick. I've been awesome, man. Uh, did an open house uh, this past weekend in Hopkins, um, and took some buyers out. And then Mother's Day, man. Mother's Day was real good. Saw the the three different moms and tried to treat my wife like a queen. How about you, bro? How was Mother's Day? How was yeah, Mother's, weekend? Mother's Day was good. We just uh, focused on Mama here at the house. Uh, called my parents she called her parents uh basically we went to the pool yesterday yes we took three beers and she took a bottle of wine yeah i think a beer and a bottle of wine and uh, we were supposed to be leaving we were supposed to be there from one till four well it wasn't long enough so i drank my three beers started bumming beers from my buddies <laughs> and uh next thing you know she was a one beer in and then everything but a uh, one glass of wine left in her bottle of rosé so, yes yeah, it was an absolute beautiful day it's probably like 95 degrees the pool opened it was the second day the pool was open uh we had a blast cooked a big dinner last night we treated her kind of like a queen that's awesome dude yeah. okay for one it's bullshit she came home with one glass of wine like you well, bring pool, it? pool closed oh pool closed yeah, okay. yeah they're kicking us out she finished it when she got home the, good the light the lifeguard on duty is like time to go yeah. so so you guys live in a community where you have a community pool then? Yep. Dude, what, what is that like? Like, just tell, tell people like, is that like, what is it like? I always thought that would just be the shit. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's, uh, it's ran by the homeowners association. So, I mean, it's, it's not included in your dues. You have to join it separately, but it's only like a few hundred bucks for the summertime to join. Uh, it's got a kid pool with like zero entry and a water slide on one side of it. It's got a clubhouse and then it's got the Olympic size pool on the right. Uh, and that's sort of the adults where all the middle schoolers, all those kids are hanging out. Uh, but it's, it's awesome, man. You can, I can walk there. I can ride my bike there. I can drive the car up there and drop off the, the, the coolers and whatnot. It's, I love it for the aspect of community. You know, I can send the kids up there on their bicycles. Um, that's awesome. How, you, so how, how far away is, is it? Like half a mile away? Not even it's, if I were to, if it was midnight and I screamed off my back porch, you could scream back at me. Uh, that's how close it is. <laughs> All right, cool, like, dude. As the as the crow flies, it's hundreds of yards. It's not far at all. Love it, dude. Yeah. So, so cool. What, what do you want to start with today? Monday motivation or what? Yeah, that's uh, it's trending on Twitter. I guess that's probably going to be a, a popular uh, trend on trending on Twitter uh, on Mondays. I see um, Gary V talking about it. I don't, yeah. I don't know what he tweeted, but so what, uh, I mean, what do you got to say about Monday motivation? You, you know, it's, it's about starting your week off positive. 
You know, I know this is there. People are trying to be motivated. A lot of people need to be motivated for Mondays because they work for the weekend. It's the beginning of a what's for a lot of people a rough week. Maybe they're not in love with their job or they're working a lot of hours. And that's that weekends whenever they get the break. So it's hard to kind of kick that restart button. Um, but as far as motivation for me, how do I do it and how do I get motivated? I guess it all starts off with getting the kids up and getting the kids off and making sure the kids are happy for the week. Um, not so much selfish reasons for me. Like, do I love my job? Love it? No, it's probably an overstatement. Don't really love it, but getting up and getting motivated. Um, I just go in there and wake up my kids in the morning and say, Hey guys, daddy's off to work. Give them hugs and kisses. That's kind of, that's where I pull my motivation from. It's not groundbreaking or anything like that, but it's just really seeing them and knowing, Hey, daddy's got to get to work. Got to make the, make the, make the money, get the bills paid, uh, and keep providing for these kids. I want them, want them to live life. Like I never got to. So that's up to me to do that. Right. For sure, dude. For sure. What about you, man? How do you get going on a Monday morning? Man, that's tough. I, you know, one of the things that it's funny because actually this morning and it was like this last Monday too. my oldest son, Brooks, He's like, Daddy, I don't want to go to daycare today. You know, I, I'm not feeling good or whatever. It's funny at four years old that they're already starting to learn that. And I'm, but which is really weird because I don't portray any of that. Like I, I never, I'm very careful about what I say, how I act. So it's, it's strange how he's getting that from, but, or where he's getting it from. But I just said, I said, Hey buddy, it's like, you know that lovely beach vacation that we just took to shout out to St. Petersburg, the Sunshine State, where it's sunny 361 days? I said, hey, if you want to do stuff like that, mommy and daddy have to work. Like, we got to work hard. And and it's funny how quickly his attitude turned around. It was like, okay, I guess I can go to daycare today, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know, man. It's I see how it could be different for a kid too, man. They they're at home with the people, the two people they love the most in the world, and now they have to go, you know, go away right. from them. I mean that, you know, the kids sure. kids learning all that stuff, but that would be hard, you know. I can imagine. For sure, man. Well, especially because you know we call Saturday and Sunday like family days or whatever, and yeah, I mean it, it's tough. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it's hard to get motivated on on a Monday, folks, and that's that's just the way it is. But, uh, I, I always like to remind myself and I don't know if it's coming from like Gary V or I don't know if it's coming from, uh, you know, one of the books that I absolutely love. It's almost like a manual of, of how I live my life. It's straight line leadership. I always think of it as in terms of sometimes I think motivation is a bunch of BS in terms of, you know, so what you're not the most motivated, so what you're not the the most confident, so much so what you don't feel like doing it, like just do it anyway. Like just do it and do it and do it and do it, right? Like art says. Like it, it doesn't matter like there's just you gotta do it. Yeah. Um and it's really weird, but sometimes just going to that place of like, I don't feel like doing it, I'm not motivated, I'm just like so what do it now and sometimes like going to a dark place almost just makes me more motivated like you just got to get on that train yeah it's uh i was listening to something this morning they were talking about uh positivity and, and how important it is just to 
start off your Monday with a positive outlook, even your Sunday night, just think positive about the week, push out the negative negativity. Like if you sit there and you're in a bad mood and you're dwelling on something negative and you keep dwelling on what's negative, well, hell all negativity is just what's filling your head. And that's what you're becoming is that negative person. So if you can try to figure out a way to, to push that shit aside, think about something at the end of the tunnel at the end of the week, that's, that's positive and nice that you're working for. And just try to keep that positive attitude, man. It it's it it takes work. It, it's some people can get there by reading quotes, by watching videos, by you know doing yoga or something along those lines. But just push out the negativity. Your circle of friends. If you have a negative person that's in your circle of friends, you know, get rid of them. Audit audit your circle of friends, right? You know, get that bad apple away. Negativity is a cancer in the workplace. It's a cancer in life, man. Just separate yourself from that shit right man well that's the thing if you're not motivated you're not a positive person i mean surround yourself with those people my wife sent me a uh, a message this morning it looks like one of her bosses sent it to her and it says uh, if you don't go after what you want you'll never have it if you don't ask the answer is always no if you don't step forward you are always in the same place for sure you know it's good stuff, you know, just just little, little, little things like that you can read and it can make all the difference in the world. For sure, man. It puts it in well, perspective. Well, and I think so many times it's just so weird that, you know, so many times as people, I feel like we think that there's like this sandbox that we have to play in. But it's like, why, why do you have to play in the sandbox? Like, you got to be, you, you got to be a little bit, I'm not a rebel, but. Just get out of the box. Think outside yeah. the box. Do you know what I mean? And do do the way to stay positive is do some shit that makes you happy every day. For sure, like, fill your bucket. Fill yeah, your bucket. do some shit that makes you happy. Whether it's giving five bucks to the the guy who needs it and that made you feel good, that's positivity. You spread it. The other day when I was making those Twitch donations, hell, he, he was feeling good, but I was feeling good, and I was the giver. You know, it was making me feel good to do something nice that I wasn't getting anything out of it except for the feeling. Right, so. right. Obviously, I wasn't making you feel good last week because you avoided me. We didn't do a podcast on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You made up an excuse that the internet went out. I was like, <laughs> dude, that wasn't even a lie. That wasn't. Even <laughs> lie. And you know, I was busy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The internet was out until about one <laughs> thirty p.m. And I had my daughter with me, so there was no I, like going. I know, to, bro. Uh, I know, bro. Plus, sorry. you're working hard, so it's all good. All right, man. So that's it for motivation, man. Just get out there and do it. Uh, do it, do it, do it till the job gets done. Do it. So uh, do next it. thing we got, uh, 2018 graduates, man. Josh, what would you say? You're, you're a high school. No, don't you, don't hit, you make me go first. Hit him, hit him with it. You you're a high school graduate. You're a college graduate. You've listened to this talk, I'm sure, a hundred times. What do you have to say to these people, these kids that are about to graduate either high school or college today? It's like the, it's like the start of a football game. I'm going to defer to you. You're the heavy hitter. You're going to be 41 in July. I feel like you've got just a little bit more that you can offer on this topic. Well, you know, it's I, I feel like I regurgitate because I listen to a lot of stuff. And the stuff I listen to, the reason I listen to it is because I like it and I believe in it. So I'm going to regurgitate some of it. Uh, but it is at 22, you're 22 years old, buddy. You feel like you're getting old. You're somebody, right? You just graduated from college. You are on the way. The success train is pulling up and you're hopping on and you're about to go knock the world out. Well, slow your freaking roll, kid. 
because that's all you are as a kid, 22, 23, 19, whatever you are. You are only a freaking kid. I am 41 years old, and in my mind, I still feel like I am 21. I honestly do. I feel like I can go do anything I want to today, no matter if it's a physical activity or if it's a, if it's a challenging business opportunity, I can take it on today. But that, that age from 22 to 30 years old makes absolutely no difference in your life. Uh, you can start, sure, you can start going to work and you can start banking away if you want to buy the car, if you want to buy the house, if you want to, you know, get the new, uh, new, new watch or whatever it is. Yeah, you, sure, you got to have a job for that. But if you decide to just travel to do stuff that you really want to experience, that you want to uh, just get experience in, like volunteering your time, going overseas, just doing all the crazy stuff that you think you can't afford, make a way to make or figure out a way to make it happen. Stay on couches, um, get you a part-time job in the summer, earn enough money to be able to take off for the next eight months and go travel and do what it is you want to do. But whenever you turn 30, you're still young as hell. And you can create a, a, a beautiful career from the ages from 30 to, to 70, whenever you need to work, as you could from 22 to, to 70. Don't think you're old at 31 because you are not. You are still super duper young. And I yeah. wish I could go back and be 22 again and take my own advice and be able to listen to this podcast and say, dang it, Steve, go to New York City. Steve, go to Chicago. Go see what's in California. Do you want to go to Amsterdam? Go, yes. go, go, go. I didn't do any of that shit. And now I'm sitting over here and I preach it. And I think it's so important. I tell my nieces, uh, whenever you graduate, do whatever it is makes you happy. And that That's another pointer. Happiness, happiness. Don't think... Because your mom said, oh, you're not going to make no money if you want to be a teacher. You're not going to make no money if you are going to go into this or that. They want you to be a doctor. They want you to be a lawyer. It's all great. It all sounds good. But are you going to be happy? This is your one shot in life. Do that. Just be. figure out a way to be happy. Love it, dude. That's it. Love it. You know, I, I think for me, man, I and I think a lot of, a lot of young adults are like this. They it's all about like trying to keep up with your friends and who's doing better and keeping up with the Joneses. I remember when I was a young buck, you know, you're listening to this like rap hip hop, you know, you, you want this nice watch, you want the Mercedes. Well then, then you find out, I actually found out the other day from one of my clients, they have a Mercedes Benz. That's $750 for a freaking oil change. Like, yeah. dude, that's ridiculous. But where I'm getting at is I just pulled up mint right now. For you people that don't budget or youngsters that don't have a budget, good for you. Um, maybe live life to its fullest before you're on a budget. But you know, you got your auto insurance, your auto payments, your internet, your student loans. Shit, student loans. Don't even get me started. You know, all, all your eating out restaurants, home supplies, your mortgage, your baby supplies. Like, I I think you know coming out of coming out of high school. I, are we talking about high school grads? Or are we talking you, you about college way. grads? Either way. I guess I want to go for like high school grads, dude. Because if I had to tell like young Josh or young Steve, you know, what it's what it's all about, I just think it's time to get like super practical, right? I think, you know, everyone's going to college to be more well-rounded. Well, I'm sorry, bro, but you're not going to be – you know, well-rounded by going to college. You want to get well-rounded. It's kind of like what Gary Vee says, like you need to go to Australia. You need to go to Europe. You need to 
travel around the U.S., see the Outer Banks, which I still have not seen. I don't know when I'll get to see it, but just get practical about everything. Like, one, what's your North Star? Where are you trying to go? Um, from 20 to 30, I think so many people are playing not to lose rather than playing to win. If you're passionate about something or you believe in yourself, like, now is the time to make it happen. I mean, so what? So you're going you're gonna to lose your life savings? What is that, like, $200? Like, there's just, it, it just doesn't make sense to me why, why you wouldn't just bet on yourself and go for whatever it is you want to do. But by all means, if your parents are paying for your college education, I would say, have a nice vacation, bro. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, I, I think you can be super duper practical by going into the trades, by becoming a plumber, an electrician. You can learn how to do all that stuff. You could flip houses then with that knowledge that you have, you know, make your money work for you. I don't know. I just, I don't think the way that, that I did it by going to college, getting a, a B, you know, just a BS, getting a, you know, a major in entrepreneurship, business administration. I just, I don't know. I think it's pointless. Yeah, I got a degree in communications, uh, public relations, but most of the PR and communications jobs are like they're looking for people to write content. You know, I don't write. You know, I get excited and I can pump something up and I get the gist of communications and PR, but it's I'm not going to go into a communication specialist type role. That's right. not what I, it was meant to be. And another little life hack I don't think we've talked about, but I've heard is, uh, you know, not necessarily take the job, like get a job with somebody that you, you want to be like and work for him for, or her for, for free or dirt cheap and sort of be their admin and shadow them and see what their life is like at a young age and see the, the work ethic that they put in and learn from them as you go. And that would be a, really valuable education like if you could you got a friend's dad who's the ceo of a i don't know not a, not a tech company but just a a company and say hey man i wanted to work with you this summer just sort of shadow you follow you be your admin um i'll do it for free that is still even though you volunteered you can put that on your resume he can write you a review uh from the the ceo or if it's you know some other title doesn't matter what the title is but having that work experience. It doesn't have to be paid work experience. You can add all that stuff to your resume. Right, I add sure. anything and everything to my resume. This podcast that we're doing today, me and Josh run this thing. Hardly anybody listens to it, but it's yeah, on my it's resume because I, I I do a podcast, you know? Create. No, one, no, no one listens to it yet. Well, yeah. Man, and, and, getting there. Yeah, it's increasing. The stats are increasing on this thing. Now we're doing something. But, uh, at, you know... At least you can then, I mean, it's perfect and awesome that you add it to your resume because then you can teach people how to do it. I mean, there's there's a lot of behind the scenes work that you do as well to get everything ready and to publish it. I mean, that's a lot. Of, 95% of people don't know how to do that. Yeah. And, well, and, we're, was... and we're just trying to beat Casey Neistat out on his podcast. Yeah, although, so... although I know, and his wife has a sexy voice, dude. If my, if my, voice was sexy we might have some listeners yeah he's not known for his podcast though so it's he's youtube sensation 
Yeah, he, he knows the importance of it. So he's then going to pull his YouTube audience over to audio because not everybody can sit and watch every day. So he's giving them something to uh, communicate a, a way for him to communicate to them through audio. Makes right. perfect sense. For sure, man. Dude, and can I just take a step back real quick? Yeah. Because I feel like some people maybe would miss or misconstrue what I was trying to say. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that school is not important. Um, but I also, I don't think that, you know, your butt has to be in a classroom to learn. I mean, I, I consider myself and one of the things that I'm dedicated to is being a continuous learner. I love where like most real estate agents don't like going to continuing education classes. You know, we have to do 15 credits a year. I, I love that. Um, I, I, I love love learning. I love learning something new every day. I love I love learning from Steve. I'm I'm always listening to Steve or other people. You know, I always figure I've got one mouth in two years. You know, two years means you need to spend more time listening than you do talking. And that's that's just one of the things that I really focus on is listening to people, listening what little tidbits I can learn, what didn't work, even analyzing things that I did over the weekend, you know, like why, what could I have done better at my open house? You know, I just think, I think you got to think about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little stress hit me over the weekend. We were uh, at the pool yesterday having a good time. This is uh, kind of a sidetrack. Sorry about that. Oh, I love it. Talk about a little stressful moment, but uh, we were at the pool yesterday. Everything was fine. Everything was great. Had a couple beers. Wife had some wine. We were hanging out with some friends. Kids had a blast. <laughs> swimming to the pool. They had friends. Man, what are you drinking there, Josh? Audience, yeah, audience is curious. Sorry, this is the Savage Juice, man. This is the cold press from Caribou Coffee, who is not yet a sponsor of the show, but they soon will be. Sorry, Steve. I am yeah. listening. So yeah, I'm that, sorry. You're, you're at the you're that's at the pool. All sounds good, man. I mean, the dad body is just looking on fleek, right? Yeah. You got, yeah. The, you got that SPF like 30 all rubbed in. Yeah. No, I go, I go for the first like two or three sessions in the sun. I go bare. I like to get me a little pink action, give me a nice little burn feels good and then you overdo it and then you're all like shaded steve yeah yeah then i wear a long sleeve shirt the rest of the shady summer. Steve. i'm sorry why'd you get all stressed out now i'm concerned oh, yeah, yeah i'm gonna tell you um well we get we get back to the house and we're throwing some stuff on the grill we had made some scallops you know that's what she wanted for dinner we did scallops we did mm. these roasted potatoes it was really good but we're sitting on the back porch and we're eating dinner on the back porch and i was thinking you know about work the next day about how i was stressed out things don't always go as planned and you have to go and you have to explain yourself and you have to jump through those hoops. And, you know, I have somebody to report to because I am not the end all be all at work. So I have to go in there and provide my, you know, prove my worth to the company every day. And I was going to have to go in this morning and do that. So I started getting stressed out about it yesterday, but it was mother's day. And I was thinking back to the times whenever I had other jobs and been in similar situations where we were grilling on the back porch on a Sunday and the good mood that I was in these days, like I've had some really good times on the back porch with my wife and family where didn't have a care in the world. You know, I can have me a couple extra beers. I can flip the burgers. I can, you know, spray the water hose at the kids while they're running around. But yesterday I found myself stressed and kind of, oh, you know, I was thinking about it. But then I started thinking to myself back to those days and saying, I can't, I can't pull out negative Steve here and stressful Steve here to and, and rub it off on my wife. This is her day. She, her job is going great. Everything about our life is doing really good. Like well, what good am I going to do by stressing out over my job and mentioning it or bringing it up over there? So 
it's just one of those things where I had to bat down that stress yesterday and sort of lock it up and kind of throw it away, even though it was still there. And remember that if I can just push through this time, I can get back to those more relaxing Sundays. So for sure, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it was no fun. I didn't like that. I don't like that feeling. Don't, don't bring out stressful Steve. Uh, stressful Steve, dude. That's the real dude. So, <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you almost had a couple big sales last week. But, you know, I, people sometimes don't realize that that's how it is. And and not to talk about sales, but, like, so how long did – so Stressful Steve kind of, like, came in, in into your being about, what, 2 o'clock yesterday, 3 o'clock? No, about, about 5 o'clock. About 5 o'clock? Yeah, about 5 o'clock. It was getting to be closing time. You know, it was going to be bedtime soon, feed the kids soon. It was like, oh, man, that means you got to go to work soon. And your anxiety level goes up a little anxiety, bit. So, oh yeah, anxiety. Yeah. So how how long did stressful Steve like really hang around from like he hung um, around until that point on the porch where I recognized it? I you were self aware. Yep. I saw that I was getting stressed out and I mentally thought about those good times that we had. And I said to myself, I cannot pull that out here. You know, now is not the time. It's Mother's Day, it's Sunday, it's beautiful weather. We're eating, we're celebrating lock it lock that shit up right and the stress actually left it actually left me later that night whenever i said be positive basically go in there and act like your shit don't stink you know and just i do have a lot to offer the company maybe it all didn't pan out last week but that's no indication of what i haven't already done for the company uh it's it's just a period and I just got to push past it. I know it'll go away. So For I sure. just kind of, kind of like we're talking about removing that negativity. That's what I did. I was just like, ah, oh, let me just push that to the side. And it's me again. That's right. Dude, it's kind of like Kenny Chesney's song. You got to save it for a rainy day. See, every once in a while, I like to throw in a good country tune because I think, I think stressful Steve sometimes thinks I'm just all about well, the hip hop and whenever, rap. Whenever you sing it, though, it doesn't ring any bells to me. Save it for a rainy day. No, not when not in your singing voice. Yeah, because I can't sing, dude. I got I got no, nothing. Save no. for rainy because because the sun's too bright, the sky's too blue, the beer's too cold to be thinking about you. Gonna save this heartbreak and tuck it away. Save it for a rainy day. No, see, there you go. There you see, go. See, now you, you just can't you, throw out a little three words like that. Oh, see, okay, okay. See, I got into it that time. That was good. That was actually pretty good. No, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I wish I could sing, dude. I. Yeah. We're going to clip that one later. We're going to ask people to judge it. No, don't clip it. Don't clip Con it. Content, Pete. What, what are we at here? This is minute 21. Minute 21. What I'm else joking. What else we got? Uh, last thing is the importance of passion. Man, passion. It's, it's been a big player in everything I've ever done in my life that I was successful at. And what are you passionate about? Dude, it's, it, cha it changes. I and mean, it can change from like something really important to something that's not important at all. But if I get behind it, I, I've always been able to prove to be successful. So if it's a new idea at work that we're going to be able to go sell, if it's a decision that I want to be number one at a particular category of sales in like one of my old jobs, um, we sold uh, high mileage warranties to auto dealers. Well, it was a new category that the uh, the bank had brought had unleashed to us and there was no number one yet so i was like well hell there's a chance for me to be number one and i took the bull by the horns learned how to sell it asked people how to sell it taught myself how to sell it went out and sold the shit out of it 
I just believed in, in myself, you know, a hundred percent. And I just got passionate about that one thing and became, you know, the all-star at that particular topic. If it's uh coaching my team, if it's, uh, you usually it, it relates to like work, like give me a, give me an idea. Got to have a fresh idea and get it's a mix between excited and passion, I guess, because I want to be excited about it. Like if I can really get excited about it and I know that I can go sell it and I know that people need it, there's no stopping me. And then that's where I guess the passion builds because I want to go out and prove, prove myself that I'm right. You know, um, I mean, that's, that's it. Just find the passion, uh, believe in yourself and just go, go prove it to yourself and go do it. I don't even know if that makes sense tied together, but it's just that feeling, you know, that, that passionate feeling, really believing, being excited and just knocking it out of the park, raising money for lung cancer in the past. Um, friends, mother, friends, father died from lung cancer and, uh, she was putting together a team to raise money. Well, for some reason that clicked with me, it was that feeling of doing good, uh, and makes you feel good. So I jumped on that bandwagon and started raising money for her team just out of the blue, didn't even really know her that well and raised thousands of dollars. And I kind of got, you know, passionate about raising money and making her team successful. In the meantime, felt so good every time that I turned in a check from uh, somebody who donated. And I was getting these car dealers to donate three and $400 a pop where, you know, wow. one person That's donating awesome. for, you know, like, collecting donations on behalf of the team if they turned in 400 they'd be an all-star well i was getting 400 dollars checks and turning them in and i was just oh man you couldn't there was nobody that felt better than me back then i should right. do more of that i should do some more fundraising for good you causes should. you should do some of that dude yeah i mean so is, is it safe to say that you know what you're passionate about it, i mean it's kind of tied to giving back and I'm at a loss for words, just giving back. And, um, it's just, you really believe in. Yeah. You know? just the feels. Yeah. The stuff that makes you feel good. But what, what would you say to someone who maybe doesn't know what they're passionate about? I would ask them what they, and what do they really, really like? Like, like Josh, what do you really like to do? Like what? Just honestly, if you could do anything in the world today, what is it? Anything, just anything, anything. absolutely anything. Be on a podcast with you. You already got that knocked out, dude. Then yeah. my my day's made, bro. And you're pretty passionate about the podcast. I know how you like to have episodes out on time. You like to put the content out. You like you like everything about it. I do, man. I I do. That's why we're going to be successful. I hope so, but you told me you told me we're we're a limited time. We got one year, dude. We got one year. We got one year. So please, you guys, start listening to this. Tell people to listen to it because if we don't have any listeners after a year, Steve is going to hang it up. Now that's yeah. not what I call passion. Yeah, one year, man. It's a one year passion project. It's a passion project, man. It's a passion. Once, project. once we've done this, nobody's going to be able to say I haven't done it. You know, I was I was passionate about starting a podcast. I had always talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. Well, finally, I got sick of talking about it, and I actually did it. And now give I'm me, doing it. Do it for a year. That's solid. Give me 18 months. We'll see. All right. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I mean, I, I like music. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and listen to music all day. I've been, I've been debating whether to get, like, a guitar. 
maybe become like a songwriter, maybe get some turntables and become like DJ Bonix. I was thinking um, we could turn this into a radio show. Like let's go, let's go work with DJ Bonix and instead of uh, his noon show, maybe we could have a, uh, uh, 6 30 PM drive it or the, the drive at five with your voice, the savage and Lopercon. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be fun? That would be sweet. That would be sweet, dude. And what all this stuff right here that we're doing, this is our audition tapes. You there know? you go. I just, that would be pretty sweet. That'd be sweet as, that would be really sweet, dude. I, I, I mean, would really enjoy that. Do, do, I mean, do you think, is that where like this like whole streaming and like podcasting thing's going to go? Is it, you know, because like right now people, they, they, they go into like podcasts and they, they listen to stuff that's already like pre-recorded, Right. But is there going to be like an actual like live podcast that, you know, because I mean, anyone can have a good podcast, right. If that's like edited out. I mean, I think that's kind of why I'm not overly romantic about our shit. I think we have a lot of opportunities. I think I myself have a lot of opportunities. You kind of have that more radio voice, You're a little bit more fluent. You're a little bit more of a, I don't, whatever. Appreciate but, that, man. But I think what what I like about our shit is it's not edited out. Like, go on to YouTube. Go, go on to the go on to Anchor right. You know, right now, like it's nothing's edited out to make it look better than what it is. Oh no, oh. And I think like that's like like a morning show is all really what we're doing here. This is all this is, except for like if you take Bobby Bones show. Um, he is doing this with his buddies in a studio and they're making dumb bets with each other. They're making jokes. They're having laughs. They're talking about positive. They're talking about, you know, some what's in the news type stories. They're just having fun. And then in between they interview a, a country music singer and then they hit play for the next 10 minutes of songs. All right. And then they say, we're back. You know, we've got a live special guest. We're going to do a live performance with so-and-so it's, it's exactly what we're doing here. And a lot of their stuff is recorded. Uh, they record it live and people listen to it live, but then it's recorded. And then my wife, she goes on to iHeartRadio and punches in 93.9 and listens to the Bobby Bone show that she missed this morning uh, later this afternoon. And that's what's so interested, interesting to me, man. It's like what resonates with people because like, although I like country music, the last thing that I want to do is like listen listen to like a country morning show or listen to Bobby Bones. But you know, DJ Bonix resonates with me, but that's not going to resonate necessarily with you or your wife. You know, I pretty much tune in religiously for DJ Bonix, but it's just so interesting, like what you know captivates people and why. And and then, you know, kind of also in turn is like, I think just a lot of people and believe me dj bonix is not one of them they they don't take their like listenership for granted you know i can't say for like bobby bobby bones um and i don't necessarily even want or need to go there but i just think like i i have a tremendous respect i guess for like dj bonix and gary v who actually like interact with their guests although gary you don't interact with me that much anymore you would rather interact with like haters but whatever it is what it is dude that's what it is, dude. I, I I'm not really digging the the new look of the O3 uh, Gary V sneakers anyway. So, but I heard the I, the clouds in the dirt, man. That's the Carolina blue and the brown. Is that what it is? Yeah, I still do like Gary. I 
we're cool. Like we took a selfie together and I, I do sometimes I'm a little envious of the success that Gary has. I just wish you'd interact with me more on Twitter, bro. That's it. If you're listening to this, Gary, man, shout out to the savage. Yeah, dude. Here, man. You be messing around with the savage Gary. <laughs> Come on, uh, Gary. And Gary, by the way, like you said, what did he say? He put a challenge out there to people that do like 40 or 50 podcasts. Once he hit 40 or 50, he would come on the show. Oh, shit. I guess I guess we'll see if that's the case. We'll see him at the end of uh, next month. Maybe. Oh, um. so we're going to go ahead and start wrap things up. Next podcast, we're going to have a special guest. His name is Killing Bird. He is the owner of Tournament Poker Edge. It's a tr- poker training website. Uh, he met in a similar situation as to me meeting the savage Josh Johnson. Uh, he met his business partner um, while they were in Vegas. They got to talk in. They realized there was no uh, poker training site for tournament poker, but there was for cash games. So they said, well, why don't we two get together and create a tournament poker training website? Now they are about eight years in with thousands of subscribers per month. He just moved. He was my old neighbor. He just moved from North Carolina to Las Vegas. Uh, he left behind a bunch of friends. So we're going to get him in the podcast next uh, to talk about his travel across the country, uh, to talk about that feeling of leaving your friends, like how tough is it? You know, just sort of get an inside look at it, something I've never done, but I always hated whenever my friends left. Uh, and also talk to him about really anything and everything that has to do with uh, marketing, that's entrepreneurship, um, just the new opportunities that he has out in Vegas. So uh, tune in for that one. It's at Killing Bird is his uh, name on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. At Killing Bird, his name is Derek Tinbush. He is a great dude. He will be on here live with us uh, next time. Um, Josh, anything in closing for you? I am all good. Steve Loper is out. It's on you. That's awesome, man. I'm excited for that. I When you were telling me about that a couple weeks ago, I was like, that sounds really cool. So I'm excited for that. Hey, anybody that's listening to this, mom, appreciate you. Thanks so much. Um, Yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have a great week and uh, go out there and just make it happen. And don't forget, guys, subscribe to iTunes, Anchor. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you can find us at Lopercon, at Selling Minnesota is where you'll find the Savage. Subscribe Um, to the vibe. Yeah, subscribe, comment, like, whatever it is you can do. All of your support helps. Uh, Your pressing of a button means the world to us. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Peace out.